WOR. Well, Dr. Arthur Perry is one of the country's top plastic surgeons. He does a show here, too, on WOR every weekend. His website is perryplasticsurgery.com. Dr. Perry, how you doing? Hey, Mark. Thanks so much for having me on. How are you today? I'm great. Whenever you say plastic surgery, everybody's ears perk up. Even the best-looking models, they... People may not realize they do more stuff than anybody. Everybody's uh, into this. And what? tell me about the last year. I would think when uh, the pandemic was on and nobody had to actually go to work that you probably, you guys probably did more surgery uh, than ever before, right? Well, you know, it, it's funny. We were all out of work for about four months. They pretty much banned plastic surgery in the United States during the height of the uh, pandemic. But it is back now in, in such a way, Mark, that it's really remarkable because there's pent-up frustration. You know, if you haven't had your Botox for four months, you need to get your Botox, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so we've had people, you know, lined up for the Botox, lined up for fillers. But most interesting to me, there are people now coming in that are having surgery that wouldn't have had it before because you used to have to take a, a few a few weeks off if let's say if you had a facelift right you had to hide yeah. but now we're all home we're working from home with a mask on you know ha- have you seen people zooming with masks on they're the ones that had plastic surgery mark oh. <laughs> well uh let me ask you a couple of things um it used to be black and blue for weeks and weeks, but uh, nowadays, that's years ago, it's, it's better now, right? The surgery, uh, the recovery, it's a little easier nowadays, isn't it? Well, well, it is. A facelift, for instance, we do this short scar facelift, which has a much faster recovery. I have a lot of people that go back to work a week after a facelift. You know, I mean, there, there might be some bruises that they cover with a little bit of makeup, but it used to be uniformly two weeks. So it's a little less now. Uh, but we have these non-invasive procedures, and we're all wearing masks, right? If you go into a, yeah. uh, an office, you have to wear a mask. Perfect timing, Mark. <laughs> you know, there's nothing good about this pandemic, but for plastic surgeons, we're actually seeing an uptick in what we're doing. Uh, hey, take a look at my neck there. It's like not as tight as it used to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking through the radio there, yeah. Well, you know, you always see these these dermatology places. Oh, we got this laser tightening. We got this cream that'll... T- but that doesn't... You really got to go... Uh, what do you do about that? I mean, you actually have to do some cutting there, don't you? Well, you know, it does depend. There are a lot of non-invasive techniques now, and that's one of the great advances in plastic surgery over the last decade or so. You know, we have things like high-intensity ultrasound, which uh, we, we can do. It hurts like all oh, heck, Mark. I've had it four times oh. myself. But that's not a good uh, marketing pitch, is it? But it's effective, and it does shrink the tissue of the neck, and it decreases crepiness. It's great for men in particular because, you know, men don't like to have surgery. They don't wear makeup. They don't have hair that can cover incisions. So if we do these non-invasive things, like, uh, you know, there's radio frequency, all the non-invasive things, Mark, it's sort of funny. It's how many ways can we kind of burn the tissue, which uh, unfortunately that's really what we're doing, and inciting a response, a shrinking response. We've got many different ways. And the key thing is doing it in a controlled way so that there's no visibility and no visibility of any issues. There's, we want visibility, of course, result. We want tightening of the, uh, the neck. But it's really not a complete substitution for a facelift. If you've got a lot of hanging skin, if you've got fat in the neck, then, yeah, you're going to need a facelift. But if it's yeah. a subtle response you want, it's a good thing to do. Now, would you confirm that women are fearless and that men are the biggest babies in the world? So if you said to the woman, it's going to hurt a lot, now go ahead and do it. But a man runs out of the office when he hears that. 
Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, and I'm the worst patient. My my nurse loves it when I have uh, things like Althera because uh, I uh, scream and I say words you're not allowed to say on the radio. But uh, but it, it's true. My my uh, the male patients definitely worse. Women, you know, there's a, a genetic uh, allowance of pain, right? Otherwise, our species would die out after one pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. So hey, can you- women are tougher. There's no question. Can you do multiple things at once? Like, can you get a nose job, a facelift? Uh, uh, can you do like three things in one uh, uh, operation there? Well, you know, you can. The limitation, Mark, is that there are risks with any surgery. And when we do longer surgery, surgery that goes over certainly six hours, even four yeah. hours, the complication rate does go up. Things like blood clots in the legs and things like that. So I try and talk my patients down. And oh. I think it's better to have multiple single procedures than one big long one. You know, the, what we want to do is get through this, look better, and not have anything bad happen. So a guy like you, to, it's not just highly skilled surgery. you got to be like a sculptor. You gotta, you're like an artist. Uh, you got to get it to look just right. Because, uh, you know, obviously we see some bad nose jobs, some bad facelifts. So, uh, what's the secret of that, just not doing too much? Well, yeah, you know, we you have to have an artistic eye. And that's the thing, you know, I teach at Columbia and I teach at Rutgers. I teach the plastic surgery residents and we can teach doctors how to be good doctors. We can teach them how to be scientists. But the most difficult thing to teach a new trainee is the artistic sense, the judgment of how much to remove, how much to leave behind, how much to tighten. That's really where the years and years of experience come in. But as you know, you, you know, if you're not an artist, you're not going to be able to do this. You go into maybe, I hate to say this, Mark, an orthopedic surgeon or a general surgeon. They're going to hate me for saying that, but there's not much artistry in those fields compared no. to plastic surgery. Yeah, no, that's a simple, like, uh, you know, body and fender repair work there. That's, it's a different thing. Uh, what is the, for the, yeah, right now, what's the most popular procedure what, what for a plastic surgeon? Well, it's actually seasonal. Right now, we're, we're in absolutely in a facelift season. We're, with the pandemic going on, I'm doing more facelifts this year than I've done in my career. It's really remarkable. Uh, because women, you know, when you hit the mid-40s, certainly mid-50s, you start to see those changes, the jowls, the turkey gobbler, extra skin of the neck. And this is just a great time. The winter normally is a good time to do this, but now with the pandemic and covering your face with masks, even if you have some bruising, you can cover it. You get the big masks, Mark, the really big ones. That's what I yeah. get my patients. So if I got a facelift, what happens? I'm like out at, like lying in bed for four days? What, what do I have to go through? No, no, not at all. Not, not at all. It's done under local anesthesia with some sedation. So you're not under general anesthesia. The next day, you're real swollen. You look like, uh, you know, a pumpkin. You were hit by a truck. Yeah. But you feel okay. And my patients don't need narcotics. They just need plain old Tylenol afterwards. So uh, I'd say if you had the surgery, you'd be back on the radio in three or four days. Interesting. Really? You really would. And, yeah. And you're, the, what do I, you're not, not going to be uh, doing manual labor for several weeks, but uh, certainly no. you could uh, get on the computer, you can talk, and do what you do so well. And then what do I have, like a scar, a little scar behind my ear or something? Yeah, it's a scar right in front of the ear, and it's called the scorch, short scar facelift now because we don't go into the hairline. And we don't do those incisions behind the ear, which were always so visible. Uh, so a little scar. My average patient, after about two or so months, it's pretty hard to see the scar. You can't promise that. No one can. But definitely uh, it's something that you could have and hide these, even as a man. Huh. That sounds pretty good. Not that I'm going to get the nerve to do this. but 
<laughs> and what about we'll, uh, we'll get you in there, Mark? We'll get you in. What, what about just doing it through uh, fillers, like uh, you know, is it Botox or all that stuff? What about just doing that? Yeah, and and they're very good, but they do different things. And there's something called a liquid facelift, which is yeah. a, a really bad idea, by the way, because you have to put so much filler into the face to kind of lift the skin that you look like Schwarzenegger and not many women want to look like Schwarzenegger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it's good to know. Uh, Dr. Arthur Perry, people can come in and see you. Obviously you just, uh, you go to perryplasticsurgery.com and, uh, you can make an appointment, uh, consultation, all that stuff. And when, tell everybody about when your show is on here on WOR. My show's on 6 PM Saturday. Mark, I have a guest this weekend. I've got Peter Melman. You probably know Peter Melman. He's coming on this weekend. He was the executive producer of Seinfeld, along with Larry David, and he yeah. wrote the episode on the nose job. <laughs> so, you know, who better to talk about rhinoplasty than Peter Melman? He's my guest this weekend, 6 o'clock, W-O-R, right here. They just keep the radio on the whole time. All right, so uh, 6 o'clock, you can listen to every Saturday, 6 o'clock, listen to Dr. Arthur Perry if you want more of this advice and explanation of stuff. 6 o'clock every Saturday night. Yeah, let's go to its website, Perry plasticsurgery.com perryplasticsurgery.com you can find out everything there great work dr arthur perry thanks for being with us mark have a great time stay well in the cold weather all right take care uh yeah it's interesting stuff and uh more and more and more people doing this all the time 